Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. And this is chaos. Yes, we don't know what we watch. Yeah. yeah. It was Riverdale. We did, in fact, watch <laughs> we Riverdale. We watched Riverdale, uh, but we're sitting here in the afterglow of who th- this episode. What? What happened? Uh, it's like <laughs> every single character just transformed into a different character that lived in their skin body. It, this is sort of, I guess, a flash forward, but it's getting harder and harder to pick the end of the episode CW moment. Because there's just so everything. much of it. Yeah, there's just every there's just everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's It's like I feel like this episode was written by someone who was given a vague description of what Riverdale <laughs> is about. And then and like, you know, one liner character descriptions. Hey, you know the Marshall comics? Uh, kind of. Alright, it's like that except for it's nothing like that. And there was just like Betty has a darkness inside her. <laughs> Archie is a robot, loves his dad. (laughs) Also loves other things, question mark? Veronica wants to be treated as an adult, is not an adult. (laughs) Is very clearly not an adult. Jughead, iconoclast. (laughs) Which is the line they just gave him. See? (laughs) That's what they had. (sighs) (sighs) I don't even know if there's anything else we could say. I think we might just want to get into it because there's, it's... I feel like this is going to be one of our episodes where we're just like... What? 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 Right, so do you want to just get into it? Yeah. All right. Well, then this is season two, episode 20, Shadow of a Doubt. Shadow of a Doubt. Shadow of a Doubt. What's a doubt? Um, I mean, that's a character from the Dishonored series, but I feel like that's not what you're referencing. I also don't know what I'm referencing. All right. Well, uh, Archie is supporting his dad. He's doing a campaign. He's campaigning for him. He has no more bruises <laughs> or broken nose. But really what he's doing is he's looking into men's eyes. <laughs> and being like, you. Are, 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 you the, are you the Black Hood? This is his plan. This is Archie's plan. He's just going to wander the town and look at all the men. <laughs> yeah. And he goes up to one guy and he's like, hey, I'm going to uh, vote for uh, <laughs> vote for Luke Barry Andrews. And he's like, what? Sorry, Fred Andrews. I'm sorry. I'm voting for Hiram Lodge. <laughs> you mean Hermione Lodge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what that's supposed to imply other than I guess that guy was bought out by Hiram. No, I think it's supposed to imply that everyone knows that Hermione's just going to be a puppet government <laughs> led by Hiram. Which means, why didn't Hiram just, just run? Because <laughs> apparently they're fine with voting for him. Hiram thinks the town is dumber than they are. The, t- the town is uh, town's pretty dumb. Town, as we learned this episode, the town is dumb. Yeah. Uh, Betty suspects that her dad is, is the, the Black, Black Hood. Hood. So she cryptically talks. But how, sh- how Chick was a test... A test to sit, prove, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> now like, they're stronger. Yeah, I'm like, getting real religious. We can pass anything. We'll always be stronger. We keep on going back to this kitchen table where the Coopers are having, like... Food. Always a meal. Always a meal. Um, <laughs> and Alice is just happy. Uh, and Betty stares at Hal and says cryptic things at him. And Hal's kind of like... I mean, I'm glad to be home. Yeah, he's just like, look, I just I just want to be happy now. I don't want to live in this Airbnb, which we see, and well, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we find out that Archie has actually not mysteriously healed quickly. He wears makeup. Yes, Veronica has been putting on his makeup for him. so he Every day. So he's not bruised and stuff like that. And then, <laughs> at this moment, this is the moment the episode descends into insanity. Yeah, Veronica's mind splinters into a thousand different realities. And we learn that because she did a blackmail. Yeah, be, be, because she, I mean, really, she roofied, like, yeah, she roofied him. She roofied a teenager. It, it, it wasn't any particular, like, scheming or planning. She just roofied him and blackmailed him back to her parents. But now the five families are very impressed. Yeah, they wanted to send their children. Their handsome male heirs. To deal pit- with the mafia princess. Yeah, to, I guess, pitch business ideas 
which we, we did not believe that could possibly be real, yeah. so we assumed it was an arranged marriage type yeah, thing. Yeah, we're like, I guess they're going to go flirt with her. I guess that's the idea. Hey, spoiler, no. They're going <laughs> to no. pitch her business ideas, and somehow the mafia is good go- with it this. does this. I mean, she does imply that her dad is no longer in the mafia, which is inaccurate. I, I mean, did anyone tell the mafia that? Because they definitely think he's still in the mafia. Yep. I mean, her mom's definitely in the mafia. Everyone has a capo. It, it's bewildering. Okay, so um, then we have a weird scene where I guess Hiram is mad that Archie is campaigning for we, his dad. We get our first taste of this episode's Hiram. And let me tell you, dear listener, he is different from any other Hiram we have ever seen in this series. He is scattered and bizarre and always in the scene. I don't know why he's in the areas he's in. I'm amazed he doesn't just walk into the Cooper house at one point and go, Betty, hello. Hello, Coopers. I hope, did you hear about I'm building a prison? Anyway, I'll be on my way. Then he smashes out a window and steps out the window. Yeah, guys, him crazy and him inscrutable. So this is the first one we get. And in this one, he's like, Archie, you, you want to kill the Black want, Hood? Well, if you're going to kill the Black Hood, what you need to do is restart your dark circle. And well, no, Archie did start them. Yeah. Like, he mentioned them in the... But apparently he mentioned... I can remember. I don't, do not remember when he mentioned them. When he made them the dark circle instead of the red circle. Yeah, but I actually remember that happening... But it was like a, it was like a throwaway bit, and now he's like, hey, remember that thing you kind of half did? Was the Dark Circle the wrestling team, or was that when they carried away the serpents? No, the Dark... Hmm. I can't remember when the Dark Circle was. Anyway, Hiram, who, who by the way, when Archie was like... He's, Hiram's like, you're campaigning for your dad. And Archie's like, no, I'm moving for the Black Hood. I'm like, you're also campaigning for your dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not a scheme. Everyone like, knows. Like, like you... You were also campaigning for your dad. Like, and also, you... why is Hiram surprised by this? Archie loves his dad. <laughs> it's like his key characteristic. But a few things. But a few things we get. A few things. A few thing we get in this scene is that uh, there's a new sheriff in town, and uh, he definitely works for Hiram. Hiram 100% hired him. His name is Michael Mastiff or something. Who cares? Yeah, he's a dog. He's a handsome man. <laughs> he's, a, he's a mastiff. He's a dog. Oh my god, I'm sure someone thinks that's very clever. That's probably not his name. It's not his name. Um, But that is his name now, and he's a dog man. Dog man. He's he's Sheriff McGruff. (laughs) Not to be confused with a werewolf. He's just a dog man. Yeah, he's just a dog man. He is a dog that is also a man. And and Hiram was like, oh, good puppy, you're the sheriff now. And he is... I got some treats for you. And we will meet Sheriff McGruff later. But suffice to say, he is definitely hired by Hiram and does not realize how to be cool about it. He has a Jimmy Cooper level of no chill. So uh, then Betty keeps up her lie about uh, taking Chick to the bus station. She tells Jughead all about how she took him to the bus station. And then Jughead's like, well, at least your life's better now. And then she's like, maybe it's not. My father could be the Black Hood. And Jughead's like, yeah, that would suck. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. It's raining. (laughs) You have an umbrella and I don't. Because I'm an iconoclast. Um, oh, just from what is happening, Veronica. Uh, this is the scene in the morning where she walks out and all of the young men are sitting at the kitchen table. Yeah, she leaves her room, I guess. Uh, sure. Um, And there's a bunch of mafia boys sitting at the table. And her mom's like, meet them now. And she's like, no, later. You do things your way. I bother the mafia. And then she leaves. I mean, she does have to go to school. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And her mother's like, what? Her mother, her mother clutches her pearls, is what her mother like, does. Literally. And the mafia boys are just like, did she realize we're the mafia, right? Does, did she know we were coming? Like, we're the mafia. Like, she knows we're in the mafia. She <laughs> did do a blackmail. We, like, we know we're the mafia, right? Because sometimes <laughs> I think we forget. We are the mafia. Like, we do mafia stuff. Uh, so then Betty needs to talk to someone about her evil dad. So she picks the most reasonable, <laughs> logical person to talk to. Cheryl! Because Cheryl has experience with evil dads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Betty's, <laughs> Betty, smart and clever Betty, goes, who had a dad who was killer? Ah, Cheryl, dud. <laughs> She's my friend now. And Cheryl, Cheryl be my friend now. Um, Cheryl informs Betty that her dad has no stealth. 
but they can investigate anyway. Yeah, Cheryl was the worst person for Betty to pick. Cause and Betty says like Cheryl, before you saw that video of your father shooting, she says it with no tact. Yeah. <laughs> before you saw that video of your father brutally murdering Jason, remember that? Remember that? Did you know he was evil? And Cheryl, because of course she is, says subconsciously yes. And I'm like, shut up, Cheryl. You did not. You did not. Hi- <laughs> yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. I guess when you're like, yeah, I guess my dad might have been a murderer. Like you definitely, I can, when I look back, I can see the clues. You definitely didn't like him, to be clear. We understand that. Yeah, but you didn't think he was a murderer. <laughs> but Cheryl takes this... Do, do you know, like, we talk about how bizarre these characters act in this episode. They're just acting as different characters. Yes. Because Cheryl decides, for this episode, she is going to be an expert in something she has no idea anything about. So she tells Betty exactly how she needs to start detectiving. Yeah, yeah she tells Betty. Betty, how to be a detective. It says, you gotta find evidence to go to the popo. And Betty's like, mm, good. Mm, yes, evidence. <laughs> I never like, thought of that. Yes, yeah, like, perhaps I should have evidence for the <laughs> crimes that perhaps my father has committed. <laughs> <laughs> she stroked her beard? Yeah, she stroked her beard. Good. <laughs> um, so we find out there's a debate coming. It's a big deal. It's a mayor, mayor, mayor yes. debate. Not the student. Not council. the dumb student one. Yeah, this Which, one actually matters. That plot's been dropped, I guess? Yeah, no more Reggie for Preggie. <laughs> Reggie is doing other things now. Yeah, he's got other stuff going on. Um, so Hermione's not nervous about the debate, though, because Hiram reveals that he is using Archie for <laughs> chaos. Yeah, because he's like, hey, don't you think we're going to like tell him, like, hey, your son's starting a militia? <laughs> It's like, I mean, everyone knows that Archie starts militias. <laughs> it's what he does. It's one of the things he does. One of his key characteristics. But one of the things that Hiram says, like, oh, we got the sheriff's office and I think something else. Um, uh, the register. The register. Now we just got to get the uh, the mayor's the mayor's office so, they, so no one can block our prison. And once again, I'm like, who? who How? Why would they, like, like what, what? Is your prison illegal or not? Because if it's legal... There is no reason. Well, except that this town's a little yeah, not the, in my backyard. The, the town's a little 1950s. The town has forgotten that the prison will actually make crime rates go down. Yeah, they, they think it will bring crime to the town. Yeah, because that's what happens around a prison. Is someone's like, "There's a prison right there. You know what I should probably do? Break the law. Burn it to the ground." <laughs> like, yeah, when you're near a prison or a sheriff's office or a police station, it's the... it's, <laughs> you tend to not want to break crime. Yeah, <laughs> break. Crime. Whatever. Whatever. Break the law. Do crimes. Yeah. People in Riverdale don't understand that. You don't want to do the law. So uh, then Archie has a meeting of the idiots. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess it's the sports team. Whatever it is. Whatever sport is on right now. Yeah. Whatever sport is happening right now, the sports team is there. um, And they're talking. And Reggie decides. No, no, it's not Reggie. Moose. So Moose is like, hey, guys, I need to reveal us something. I had a fight with Midge before she died, and I didn't tell the mayor, because then he would think I did the murder. But the reason I had a fight is because she was sleeping with a serpent. And then Reggie loses <laughs> his damn mind. He, he stands up, <laughs> kicks, kicks over a bench. bench, and he's like, what? What? Hey, you mean? The what? serpents are taking our women! <laughs> what? <laughs> And I want to point out that for the rest of this episode, Moose isn't seen, but that's fine. Because Reggie takes on this crusade for, for everyone. Own, which makes me think that Moose should be like, hey, Reggie. This is my fight you to wanna, fight. You want to settle down Reggie, for a second there? It's my girlfriend. Reggie is just so in love with <laughs> Moose, and he has to fight for his honor. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he doesn't care about Mitch. No, <laughs> it's just Moose's honor. He's got to fight for his boy. He shouts at the serpent, you must smirch Moose's armor. Uh, honor. I mean, Midge. I mean, Midge. my friend. I mean, Moose. I mean, I love Moose. Moose. I mean, Midge. Midge. No, but not like that. That's like, how you love her. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you love Midge, don't you? And they're like, what are you doing here? Anyway, Reggie's <laughs> going to take the charge. And so there, we have a, a very small scene where the D&D group is playing D&D. 
I know I'll be there talking about what's going on. But don't worry, things are about to get interesting, because in storms Reggie. Yeah, with Moose behind him just being like, yeah, I'm here too, I guess. And Archie's just like, no! Why? Settle down! And and so it's gone from one of them was hooking up with Midge to one of them definitely killed her. And it was the one who was hooking up. Yeah, because... That's, That's how it happens. works. Moose is so much more of a suspect than that guy is. I know. Because usually the guy who's hooking up with the girl Does doesn't not... kill her. Exactly. And and they get all, like, wired up, like, about Jughead's video footage. So, okay, we'll skip ahead. Spoiler yeah. alert, it's Fangs. Yeah. Which we know. Because we saw Because we saw the episode. Yeah. Um, everyone gets all boned up about it, but, like, what we see between Fangs and Midge in the video footage... Not suspicious. Because they were talking in a in they the room. They are talking in a room, but he's the assistant director slash stage manager of the play. He's something. So now, now, like, and, and to be clear, he essentially admits it, and then everybody jumps to conclusion, and that's a fine thing for the teenagers to do. But the grown adults who run this city, we have some yeah. words for them. First, though, we have a scene at the Cooper House at yeah. the table. Yeah, where we find out that I guess Alice stopped working. Well, I, I mean, like a long time ago, I thought she went back at a certain point. Yeah, apparently Tur- not. Turns out Hal has been running the register himself. Which is probably how the uh, lodges were able to buy it. Because he was like, I just want help, please. It's just me. Don't worry, we'll get Andre in there. I don't know what an Andre is. I don't, I don't, I don't know what Andre is, but he shot the paper. So, Cool. All right. Cool dude. So um, Alice is going to go back to work, and Betty's also going to go to work to help, and also to detect. Yeah. Uh, so Veronica uh, does... She gets business proposals. Yeah, she she meets with all these guys at, the, um, at Pops, and they're like, hey, my family owns, like, a sports park. You want sports park? And she's like, no. No boxing was boxing. Oh, yes. Hey, um, my family owns horse racing. We'll name a horse after you. Yeah, so this is something the mafia does, is just send their kids... To their broker deals? 16 or 15-year-old kids to go, I guess, like, broker these important deals, because, you know, adults can't talk to each other, I guess. I guess. I feel I like guess. this is why the mafia has lost traction in the States. It's <laughs> not what it was during the 1960s. because now they're like, let's have kids do stuff. We are we are old. We want to rest on our lawyer. Lawyer. <laughs> want to rest on our lawyers. They do want to do that. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, and yeah. The, the the last one we see is a guy who's like, uh, my family has casinos, and she's like, illegal casinos. And he's he's like, like, no, no, legal ones. Well, and here's the thing. That's right. Casinos rarely are like the casino itself. Usually doesn't like do illegal stuff. Like, yeah. Use loaded dice because. That's how you make money in a casino. And the odds are always in the house's favor, because that's how odds work. Yeah, usually they're just owned by, like, criminals. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that every... Because every casino is not. But, like, back in, like, the old Vegas days. Yeah, they were just owned by... Owned by by criminals. Yeah, not... They themselves weren't illegal. Exactly. Because they did not want illegal things happening in their casino. Because then you shut the casino down. Yeah, and they want to make money. Anyway, so that's, that's the whole thing. So then Jughead and Archie meet, and Jughead's like... Can you make the dark circle not suck? And Archie's like, yep. Yeah, we need to take a moment here and just mention the fact that um, they got... So Reggie printed them out, is what Archie says. And he oh, yes. put them up... On every, every single locker. On every surface he could, he could, he could put him up on. Like... <laughs> Do you think Reggie has started, like, dealing Ativan instead of taking Jingle Jangle? You mean Adderall? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I met a girl once who took a bunch of Ativan... And then drank a bunch of champagne on the airplane, and she acted a lot like Reggie in this episode. Okay, so yeah, Reggie's been drinking champagne and taking Ativan, and he's just like, I'm going to print off all these dark circle things, I'm going to put them all up. I made it on Photoshop, it looks super awesome. I did it, I did it, guys, look what I did all night. I've been, <laughs> I, I, I haven't I slept, slept in four days. <laughs> you guys want to clean a car? Guys, guys, I don't deal Jingle Jangle anymore. Jingle, jingle Jangle's lame, it's essentially just heroin. This will this this get you excited. <laughs> You just want to race cars? Remember when we raced cars? Let's do that again! Let's I love cars! cars. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Jughead's like, really, Archie? The flyers? And Archie's like, no, I didn't make them. And he's like, Fangs did sleep with Midge. And Archie's like, yeah, alright. <laughs> I mean, I figured someone did. Could you make your guys back off? 
And she's like, yeah, all right. But then they, but then they um, remember the uh, the video the footage. video footage that shows it, Fangs the, talking, talking to, to Midge. Midge. Whatever, they're teenagers, whatever. So they go to the new sheriff. Because they think they can ask for the footage back. Yes. Because they're dumb teenagers. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, then we go meet our um, our wonderful dog sheriff. And Sergeant McGruff loves militias. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's like you're the one who started the dark circle. Boy after my own heart. And I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. You like civilian militias. Good. <laughs> good. You're cool about that, huh? You, you like that. You're the police. You're the person who should be running this town. <laughs> oh, right. Great. That's cool. And Hiram is there. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and then Jughead and the sheriff go off to look at the footage, I guess. Yeah, well, after after Jughead clarifies that he's an iconoclast, mm. and then Archie gets in trouble from Hiram, even though Hiram wanted to introduce him to, to the sheriff. <laughs> he's just like, "You embarrassed me. I was supposed to introduce you." And I'm just like, "You're here. Why are you here? What? You just do you just are you following me?" <laughs> and then he's then he's like, oh, "By the way, <laughs> Veronica is meeting with one of those uh the those." Mafia boys. Mafia boys. You want to go with them? And Archie's like, yes. I do want to chaperone my girlfriend's date with a mafia boy. <laughs> Why? What's this happy? The Hiram's like, hire him out. <laughs> and Archie's like, I don't. And he slaps a coffee out of some cop's hands. I don't know. Hiram's mad with power at this point. <laughs> Maybe that is what it is. <laughs> Reggie's mad on Adivan. Hiram's mad on power. <laughs> uh, and we go right to that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's the casino guy. Business deal is happening. Yeah. Then Veronica goes to the bathroom. <laughs> and uh, we learned something from Casino Guy. Remember the time that Archie shouted at the mafia and <laughs> took credit for all of Andre's crimes? Hey, I killed Papa Poutine and some teenagers. Don't mess with me. Well, the rumors have been going around the mafia that Archie, in fact, killed Papa Poutine. Because he told them he did. And Archie's <laughs> when this boy, this young mafia boy... Is like, I heard you made your bones killing Papa Poutine. I'm just like, that's not what happened. I'm like, you can't take that back, Archie. You said it. You said it. And he goes, no one in Riverdale did it. Stay away from us. (laughs) He's trying to protect Andre. Because it turns out that Papa Poutine's son, Small Fry, (laughs) is looking for revenge. Let's be clear. There's no way that kid chose that name. And he hates it. He hates it so much. He actually doesn't want revenge for Papa Poutine's death. He wants revenge for his own nickname. He wants to shake the hand of the man who murdered his his dad. His name is Derek. (laughs) He's like, thank you for killing my father, Papa Poutine. My name is Derek. Now I may become Derek again. Derek Poutine. That is our last name, though. It's unfortunate. (laughs) It's unfortunate. It's like we were meant to be in the illegal poutine business mafia i don't know what papa poutine's racket was but he loved his poutine he loved poutine no that illegal poutine (laughs) so uh betty does some snooping on her dad and she photocopies his daytimer no no, she just reads it no she also makes a photocopy so she can take the photocopy with her it's dumb but she's still at she doesn't leave the um the register she calls cheryl to come to the register but she did make a photocopy of it. All right. So she cross-referenced her dad's daytimer with all the dates of the murders. It turns out... He was always working late. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? That's... That doesn't prove anything. And, and that's annoying, because that's such, like, a search... Like, that's that's such a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because I bet if it was, like, empty, it's like, he had nothing to do on the murder dates. You would have been like, that proves it. Exactly. Everything proves it. And Cheryl, once again, trying her best to pretend to be an expert, is like, well, it's not evidence, but it's... And then her brain scans to find a legal word and goes, cooperation. And you're like, mm. You're like... I guess. You actually proved that he was busy on each of the times yeah he had a business trip when uh grundy got murdered yeah in any other like in csi (laughs) someone being on a business trip you'd be like well he was busy oh count them out (laughs) or at least check up on that alibi yeah they're like ah this alibi is actually (laughs) proof and you're like "Mm." what (laughs) i mean i feel like maybe you should look at his credit card bill and like see where he stayed that night yeah because later she gets his credit card bill yeah and then the weirdest thing happens. So the phone rings. And it's the coroner from episode two. Is that creepy coroner. And we learned something. He just calls the register when a body shows up. Every time. Every time. And how many times do you think it is that, that Alice is just like, 
No, no, I, I, no. There's no story there. I, I don't, don't care. I don't care about the body. Like, hey, I just got a body today. <laughs> Come and pay me in cash. And she's like, no. I was like, oh, old man, signs of a heart attack. Okay. And she's like, I don't. Fun. All right. Whatever. That's not news. Not news. Uh, but apparently uh, he's like, I found a body, young man, but um, in his mid-twenties. Mutilated. <laughs> yeah. And Betty's like, <gasps> We gotta go. <laughs> She's like, Cheryl, my current best friend, let's go. You should come with me as well. Because they'll certainly let me bring in Cheryl Blossom. And I'm like, why, Cheryl? Well, everyone else has a storyline this week. <laughs> Cheryl, you're not doing anything, are you? Not, not on the script. Good. <laughs> Good. We got some scenes for you. So then FP and Jughead are dramatic. <laughs> yeah, Jughead explains to FP the situation. And FP, once again, playing a different character, loses his mind. He used to be so chill about all this stuff. Normal FP would be like, seriously, dude, we're not getting involved in another murder plot. And normal FP would even be like, look, the police don't have anything on him. All they have is like... A videotape of him talking to Mitch. And that'll never stick if you get yourself a reasonable lawyer. So be cool... Tell him to lawyer up. But that's not episode 20 FP. No, no, no. No, no. Episode 20 FP is like, burn it all down! We need to lean close and deep talk. He can't can't run, but he can't stay. We'll murder everyone. We need to circle the wagons. (laughs) The literal wagons. (laughs) Yeah. There's wagons. Yeah. 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 Um, so Luke, oh, Archie comes home and Luke Perry Andrews is standing in the kitchen being real sad because he got a note from the Black Hood. And this is weird for a few reasons. One, I don't believe it's the Black Hood. Yeah, the Black Hood. Because he's never done this. Doesn't like to indicate where he's going to be. No, he's literally never done this before. His MO is surprise. This... This is something that if this was, I feel like, like I'm just saying other procedurals. <laughs> uh, if this is criminal minds, they'd be like, a change in his M.O. What's what going on? Well, I'm going to tell you right now what I think is going on. I think the Lodges put the note because they wanted to scare Luke Perry Andrews into f- canceling the debate. But Luke Perry Andrews is like, no, nah, just, just... Just have police? Yeah, have police. I'm going to do this. And Hermione's like, ah, I guess I'll do it too. Why is the, why if if it was the lodges who we don't know it is but I it seems more likely to be them than the black hood it would be so weird if it was actually the black hood <laughs> um but but like why was this just a random plan they're like hang on hang on hang on hang on I have an idea what if we don't have the debate well we forgot Hiram is mad on power <laughs> because they have a plan for the debate like they have a solid plan yeah and it, it would be like if it was like let's go out for dinner. All right, I have a plan. All right, we're we're going to go to the keg. And then we're about to get to the keg. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What if you go to McDonald's instead? <laughs> we had a plan. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it is the Black Hood. Maybe everyone has a fever dream. <laughs> I don't know. There's a gas leak this episode. <laughs> that make more sense than anything else. So uh, Cheryl and Betty go to the creepy coroner. It's not chic. It's not chic. Or Chick. Chick. Or whatever the name is. Yeah, I know. We started calling him by his real name, but it's hard. Yeah. Anyway, it's not Chick. It's another young man who's been mutilated. Yeah. So that's troubling. <laughs> yeah, that seems like something that should be followed up on. But it won't be, because what this is... <laughs> I mean, maybe it was just a wild animal, <laughs> but holy crap. His throat was real slit. Yeah, like, <laughs> that boy was murdered. In Riverdale, where no one gets murdered. And no one's going to care. (laughs) So maybe we should figure out what's going on with this young boy who was killed. I mean, maybe Betty should have told Luke Perry Andrews about that. So during the debate when they're like, and we caught Midge's killer, Luke Perry Andrews could be like, um, there's other murders. (laughs) Yeah, there was another murder. Like last night. Another murder happened? Like another murder happened. Young man. Mid-twenties, mutilated. <laughs> Thanks, Fogarty. Child in jail. <laughs> well, when 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 Betty dropped off Oh, no, Chick, he's not. Yeah, Thanks is not in jail yet, anyway. Yeah, I mean, he also definitely doesn't look like the black... I mean, they, were, they don't think he's a black hoe. They just think he killed he, Mitch. Killed Mitch, which makes cars. no sense. Anyway. <laughs> um, but Betty... 
opens up to Cheryl and just like, by the way. My darkness. <laughs> yeah, and Cheryl's once again is the worst person to do this. Because she just sort of like, no, Betty, it wasn't your fault. Me and Anne were kind of like, well, I mean, well, you, no, I mean, you did give Chick to. Now, granted, do I think the Black Hood would have hunted down Chick anyway? And this was just a torture Betty tactic? Yes. Yes. Um, he still would have done a murder at Chick, but. Yeah, and. Yeah, and Betty's like, like when she's talking to Cheryl, she's like, I gave him a head start. I thought he would get away. And I'm like, I mean, I don't think you actually did. There's, she didn't actually give him a head start. Yeah, there's some actual there's some actual cool conflict going on in her mind, but there was no setup to it before this. It still does not feel earned. Yeah. Cause like for her to be like, yeah, I gave chick to um to the Black Hood, but now the Black Hood could be my father. Now I feel bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also she says this thing is like, I hope he's not my father. My family can't take any more of that. I'm like also, the murders, Betty. Yeah, the murders are bad. Also, a murderer. <laughs> there is still a murderer. There's just, just I, I understand that because it's a TV show, you kind of want things to focus around the main characters. But just some lip service to the existence of other human beings from Betty would be great. Yes. So anyway, Cheryl <laughs> now still continues to give advice and tells Betty that she needs to go confront Hal something with her Cheryl, lack of evidence. Something that Cheryl did do... <laughs> That's true. She did confront her dad. And then, do you think Cheryl's like, all right, Betty, you have to confront your dad. And then, then he'll, he'll commit kill suicide. <laughs> but if he's innocent, no suicide. He won't commit win, suicide. Win-win. Because <laughs> nothing bad happens when you, uh, when you um, forcibly accuse innocent people of crimes. It's not like they freak out because... That's what innocent people do. It's true. No. No, only guilty people are scared of being convicted of crimes. Innocent people are super not scared of being convicted of crimes that they didn't do, but someone could build a good case around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, not, that's something that innocent people are scared of. I hate, uh, I hate psychology. It's real bad. Sigh. Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Tonight, I am having a very summery drink. It is a beet arita kombucha. Ah, fun. Beets. 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 It is gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan. Okay. You know what? This is important because sometimes there's lactose in <laughs> your beer. Sometimes there's lactose in your beer. It's fine. This is not beer, but lactose is in surprise no. things. I mean, I guess it's a, it's a, so it's a margarita, just beets. Uh, no alcohol. Let's call okay. So it's a non-alcoholic margarita. Well, so kombucha is fermented tea. Well, it's just it's called beet beetarita. Well, it is um, fresh pressed juice, cocktail inspired, handcrafted, raw and unpasteurized. Okay, so it's so it's just a virgin margarita. Yeah, with beets. With beets. And fermented tea, delicious. Uh, I find it. I find it funny when non-alcoholic drinks pretend to be, not pretend to be alcoholic drinks, but are like, hey, look, we're like an alcohol, but not. But not. Well, technically, kombucha does have, like, 0.05% alcohol. Ooh. Because it's fermented. Cause it's fermented. <laughs> I'm so buzzed. We're, we're doing, I mean, this is humanity. We're doing a bad job of um, <laughs> making it very clear what's alcoholic and what's not alcoholic. Because mm-hmm. there's that, that nest tea. Oh, that's, yeah, it's just like... N- Nesty, spiked intense. or something. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, like not in Canada as much because we have separations between, like, we have liquor stores which are mm-hmm. different from our. But I can imagine in like the states, some old grandma buying her like Be four like, year old a Nesty. Oh, kids love Nesty. And look how extreme this one is. <laughs> and then you got yourself a drunk baby. I feel like we've had this discussion. We might have. It's something that stills on my mind. It never leaves. Yeah. It never leaves your mind. It never leaves your mind. Do you want some kombucha? No, nah, there's too much alcohol in it. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, so, so Betty does take Cheryl's advice. Well, sort of. No. <laughs> she, she, oh. In a way. She, she confronts. Well, she doesn't confront him because no. at one point Cheryl's also like, well, if you won't confront him, come clean. Come clean for as much as you can. <laughs> Just tell him everything. So Betty tells her parents about the darkness. Yeah. And, and about the phone calls. And Chick. And then her dad's like, I have the same darkness. I felt these things. And then, then we learn what they're talking about is clinical depression. Yeah, I'm like, you're definitely just depressed. 
Like you're you're some unfortunate people who you're depressed and someone was like, ah, evil. But you know what you just need? You just need someone to talk to. Need, just a therapist. Yeah, you need someone to talk to. Maybe get some like antidepressants. Maybe mood stabilizers. Maybe don't like, think that your sad that your like sadness is psychopathy because you're telling yourself that. But you're yeah chemical imbalances. Yeah, like, is like, okay. Yeah, like Betty, you just need help. Yeah, you're you're not. You don't have a. And I hate when he's talking with the darkness because it feels so weird. Yeah, because like, what they're what they're explaining really does just sound like depression, which a lot of people suffer, suffer from. from. And, and, the, and help is and admitting and it doesn't it, make you a killer. No, admitting it and getting help is important, but and we should take the stigma away. But instead, her dad is like, "I'm I also am sad," which means we are murderers. And Betty's like the black hood. I mean, he doesn't say that. He's just like, I also have the darkness. And then Betty extrapolates from that. He might be talking about depression. And she's like, uh, yes, murdering. And he's like, (laughs) I'll set you up for an appointment. He's like trying to make her feel better. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, murdering, murdering. The murders is coming. Poor girl. Poor Uh, Fangs. Yeah. The video got leaked by the sheriff. 100% the sheriff was like, I'm going to post this online because Hiram told me to. This is what people want. Sheriff McGruff, real bad. And then everyone's like, oh my God, he looks so guilty. I don't think he looks guilty, but all right. No, but uh, here comes Reggie. Now Moose is nowhere in sight. (laughs) Moose is done. (laughs) Moose is done with this. Moose is like, I came clean. But Reggie isn't. Uh, So Fangs, and I mean, to be fair, Fangs also freaks out way too much. And definitely should not carry a switchblade around school. Yeah, no, he has a switchblade, which we'll we'll get to that switchblade. But it falls out of his pocket, everyone goes... (gasps) And, and then thrown the, to the ground. And then the police are like, let's go. Yeah. You are arrested. Yeah. 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 Um, so apparently Veronica made a proposal in writing about the casino to her dad because she asks if he received her proposal. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> he did. He will not be pursuing this because he wants only legal enterprises. Yeah, and she's like, but he told me it's legal. And he's like, no, it's definitely crime. This is why you don't send children. <laughs> but Hiram, why did you make her meet with these kids? Yeah, like... Hiram, why'd you let it happen in the first place if you definitely were? Because he's like, finally, we'll be out, sh- out of the shadows. I assume meaning they'll be doing, they'll be going legit. Yeah. I really wish he just said going legit because they sometimes use like. Metaphors in a way that are not metaphors. Well, I mean, sometimes they use, like, the proper lingo, like, you know, the lingo, like, oh, we'll be going legit, which mm-hmm. is, you know, something you'll hear. But Out of the Shadows feels like some, like, Shakespearean Middle English, like, we will be out of the shadows and we can take the king's crown from him. <laughs> that is what he wants. <laughs> I mean, in this episode, yeah. He wants Luke Perry Andrew's crown. <laughs> what you don't understand, Veronica, is this is the only way I can get the Iron Throne. Dad, I'm worried about you. Quickly, send a raven. But all Veronica hears is legal. And she's like, hmm, law. (laughs) All right. Yeah, Veronica listens to one hundredth of the the talk (laughs) and goes off on her own. So now we have the scene that we needed at the beginning of the season that would have stopped all of this madness from happening. Yeah, Archie's back on bat duty. And luckily, Luke Perry Andrews is no longer bedridden. (laughs) Yeah. So he's going up to bed and he looks over and he's like, buddy, no. (laughs) There's like police outside. And Archie's like, what if they fall asleep? What if I can't stop him? And Luke Perry's like, all right, I got to deal with this. Come here, let me father you, son. You are a child? Your job is not to stop a murderer. <laughs> Please remember how old you are and how much repeatedly times I tell you that you're 15 or 16. But dad, after you got shot, everything changed and my life is full of fear. All right, settle down. I, I know, Archie. We can we can deal with this. I wish you had told me these thoughts <laughs> months ago. <laughs> Would you tell me these thoughts last week when I was shot? <laughs> If only they had had this conversation, this whole season would never have happened. He never would have joined the mafia. Meanwhile, in a dumber world, Reggie and uh, the the War Dogs. Yeah, he calls them War Dogs, I guess is the other name for the Dark Circle. He's like, I don't like the Dark Circle. I'm going to call them War Dogs. I like dogs. (laughs) 
so they have their black masks on, and they're, like, staying outside the white worm, and they have, like, knives and, like, dangerous stuff. And, and they're, they're like, like, doing that barking thing that guys do when they get, like, riled up. <laughs> and they're like, all right. All right, let's have some fun. Hey, let's just uh, jump forward here for a second. Uh, they're going to light a dumpster on fire and slash some tires. I thought they were going to burn the white worm to the I ground. I thought they were going to, like, yeah, do some, like, real rough stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't light a dumpster on fire. Yeah. Don't slash tires. <laughs> but that's, like, weird vandalism. Yeah. But, but Jughead treats it like it is the... A disaster. He's like, Archie, how could you? And Archie's like, I'm asleep on my couch holding a bat. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I have a baseball bat. Who do I need to hit? Uh, and Jughead's like, this is what they did. And Archie's like, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, I'll go, talk to them. This out. But we're interrupted because Mayor McCoy shows up. Why? <laughs> Sorry, not Mayor McCoy. Lawyer McCoy. Lawyer McCoy is going to lawyer. She has somehow become a great person. Well, apparently, I guess without the law just paying for her, she's like, "No, nah, I'm fine with law." Yeah. Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up for what's just and right. Yeah, and what's just and right? So apparently, uh, Sergeant or Sheriff Sheriff, you know, Sergeant yep. Sheriff McGruff, um, <laughs> is also takes the Keller way of doing things and just interrogates a child. Yeah, with no adults present. And and lawyer McCoy doesn't quite realize how illegal that is. She's just like. Don't he, say a word. With, you, how dare you talk to him without his lawyer? And I'm like, also, child. He's 16. Also, you can't do that. You can't interrogate a child without a guardian present. Thanks doesn't have parents, Kevin. Guardian. I don't think he has... Who... No, no, but... but I mean, that's, I, I mean, he must have a guardian, but... The but... purpose is that they would get a lawyer. They, You cannot interrogate a child alone. I just want to point out, where are his parents slash guardian in all of this? Why are they not protecting him when he gets released from prison? <laughs> I assume he lives, like, at the White Worm or something sad That's like that. Fair. Where's Tall Boy? Soft Boy. Oh, he's running out of town. None of the servants have dads other than, um... Jughead. <laughs> Jughead. Uh, have, you, have you noticed that? None of them have parents. Tony just goes where she wants. It's like a reverse fairy tale. <laughs> oh. Um, so yeah. Archie tells off his friends for being idiots. And then dumb old Reggie is like, well, you're not the one who pays us. Yeah, and Archie's like, what? Reggie, who also has no chill, because I'm... So Reggie's like, yeah, Hiram pays us, and he said that I'm in charge. And nah. I, I don't know why Archie didn't just, like, slap him in the face there. And be like... And be like, simmer down. Hiram's the mafia. <laughs> Stop doing mafia things. Don't be in the mafia. And, like, you don't know 100% the Hiram was like, all right, and don't tell Archie about this. And Reggie's like, I won't tell Archie about this unless if he really gets in my face. And Hiram was like, no, no. no don't tell Archie ever. <laughs> yeah, no, but if he really gets in my face, I need to show it up to him. No, especially don't tell him if he really gets in your face. <laughs> hmm, I see what you're getting at. I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't think you do, Reggie. Yeah, Hiram took a real gamble getting a real <laughs> idiot to be in charge of his mafia. To be fair, Reggie I mean, is militia. so manipulable. So. He's, it's so. <laughs> I mean, you saw how angry he got at the bear's mention of Midge. Hiram is just destroying all the sweetness that my boy had. Yeah, <laughs> why is this Why is this Hiram's plan? Why? Oh, meanwhile, Lawyer McCoy also does some lawyering for Veronica. And Veronica's like, how would I open up a uh, a casino? And then, hire, then Lawyer McCoy starts saying, I guess, illegal things. And Be Veronica's like, no, no, I want to open it legally. And I really hope the next words out of um, Lawyer McCoy's mouth were, well, you can't. Because you're 16. You can't even go into a casino. But, uh, Much less open one. When you're a grown-up, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about that. So then Betty and Cheryl do some detectiving. They decide Betty finds out that... She has a credit card yeah, statement. Yeah, she has a credit card statement, and she finds out that her dad is still paying for his Airbnb. No, 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 Aaron. It's not called an Airbnb, and I demand you call it by its <laughs> right name. What do they call it? A Sharebnb. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't catch that no, one. No, it's a share B&B. &B. All right. Because this show, when they, <laughs> this show goes, like, the knockoff movie, like, route. Yeah. Like, instead of being, it's not Transformers, it's Transmorphers. They've leaned into this hard. <laughs> so they're like, it's a share B&B &B and a five seasons. Oh, my and God. <laughs> grind them. Oh, I forgot about grind them. can't forget about grind them. I'm so <laughs> upset that it also now it wasn't Gaggle. <laughs> No, it's Luthster. It's Luthster. It should be Graggle. 
it should be different each time. When they show like the web page, also it's just blurred out, <laughs> <laughs> or or it's like some sort of font you can't read. It's like welcome to Graggle. <laughs> Why just go and Graggle it? <sighs> well, she yeah. finds out that Hal still has a share B and B, so they're going to go break into it for detecting. And uh, and they do. And what they find there is the Nancy Drew code book. Yeah, remember that book? The same book. The same book. The same book. Because Betty was the only person who could solve that cipher. Because she No one else has ever read that book. (laughs) Yeah, because Nancy Drew's not popular or anything. No. Yeah. Then Hal calls, and they're terrified, but he just wants to know if he should pick Betty up. (laughs) And she says, no, I'll meet you at the debate. Yeah. Because he's a good dad. Well, he's a dad. So let's uh, let's cut to that debate where Veronica reveals to her dad that she has solved all the problems because she knows how to do the casino legally. All right, well, uh, <laughs> like she acts like her dad's always wanted a casino. I know. Like, dad, remember how you always talk about wanting to get a casino? And he's like, no. no? But dad, I figured out how to do it. Like, I want a prison, not a casino. <laughs> Veronica, we're working on one plan right now. Veronica, there's no way this town from the 1930s will let a casino into their town that, that legitimately could bring crime to a, ta- <laughs> yeah. to a small town but maybe they'll also think of the glitz and glamour of las vegas <laughs> or reno <laughs> <laughs> so he's like we're gonna focus on the debate and she's like i'm gonna do the casino without you and he's like he's how like, you're you're so young you're 15 you can't open a casino oh no wait that doesn't oh that does happen now yes you can't open a casino this is not up for discussion then we get the debate. And, and we already <laughs> mentioned what Hermione says. Yeah, right off the bat, Hermione's the worst. She's like, well, I brought in a new sheriff, and he captured Midge's killer. And I'm like, ooh, that, there's no way that's going to go well on the world stage. And Luke Perry Andrews is like, um, maybe we shouldn't jump to conclusions? You definitely don't know that he's the killer. You're just sort of assuming... And everyone's like, boo! And he's like, no, seriously, guys, we need to be good people. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. It, it's this 2018, like, like this is how elections are working now. If you elect someone who just said that, oh my, yeah, you're, and like, <laughs> this town's getting torn apart. Let's uh not forget that it's going to look really bad that we scapegoated this young, poor Asian kid? I I'm pretty sure he's Latino. Sure. I don't. I haven't looked closely at Fangs. And well, deep, his name is in, Fangs Fogarty, which sounds Irish. So who knows? I feel like probably in the comics he was probably white, what, just like everyone. Yeah. Um, but then Hermione has her snapback, which is to reveal that. Do you know what the dark circle is? <laughs> and he's like, because it was it was started by your son. And Archie's like, oh, I'm not in charge of it anymore. No, Reggie's in charge of it. At this point, Archie's like, you know what? I think the lodges might be bad. I think they're out to get me. I think the the lodge. Oh my god, the lodges do crime. <laughs> oh, Archie, because, because he, he knows that Hiram hired the Dark Circle and took him from him, and now they're throwing it back against them. And he's like, oh my god, they might be bad people. They might be bad people, Archie. But uh, none but of that don't matters. worry, it doesn't matter because the Black Hood shows up and I guess starts firing blanks because no one gets hit. He has like like a hunting rifle and hits nothing, and, and he then, shoots a lot of times. And they're very close. Like, yep. Like I I like I, I'm not very tr- well trained with a gun. But he's shooting a lot, and there's a lot of people. And Betty essentially walks very slowly to the front of the room. Yeah, you know what? Even if he wasn't, like, even if he was just trying to scare people, he would hit someone by accident. Like, presumably he was firing in, like, wildly into the air. His cops <laughs> fired back at him and got <sighs> nothing, I guess. Nothing. But Betty's, like, looks around, and then she goes forward, and then Hal grabs her. So Hal can't be the Black Hood. Duh. Unless if it's not the Black Hood. Yeah, exactly. Which is what Betty thinks, maybe. Goes to. So then yeah. Luke Perry Andrews sasses the police and is like, oh, I'm glad you got a handle on all the crime here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Hiram's like, oh. My, oh. My, my favorite thing about this is that Sheriff McGruff, a crime dog, turns to Hiram and goes, hey, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and I'm like, come on. And then Hiram says, 
take Archie with you. He's looked into the Black Hood's eyes twice. <laughs> take him on this shootout. <laughs> take this boy to find this armed man. And Archie's like, no, thank you. I'm a teenager. I would like to go home with my dad. I'm, I'm going to go home, Hiram. You, uh, you, you screwed do up. You do whatever you're doing. <laughs> I, I don't want it. I'm, I'm out of this series. <laughs> um, so then we have a short little scene where Lawyer McCoy yeah. is, or Jughead's like, yeah, he'll be free because the Black Hood shot up the town. Yeah. And Lawyer McCoy's like, no, dude, they're treating them as different crimes. Yeah. However, it, they have only an hour to charge him and they have nothing to charge him with. So yeah. they, they keep mentioning the knife like, oh, he had a knife and Mitch was killed with a knife. Like Mitch was also stabbed with a bunch of other knives that were still in her body. Yeah. And he only has one knife yeah. and not the same kind of knife. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it's such a weird thing that the town has just like, and everyone in the town says this. They're like, but he had a knife. And I'm like. Everyone has a knife. Betty has a knife. Everyone has a knife. Everyone has a knife. Like (laughs) Knives are easy to get. They're not a controlled substance. Yeah, like this is the this is the worst, like he obviously he did a thing ever. It'd be like if somebody was like, you know, something here with a pillow and they're like, he had a pillow. It's like everyone has a pillow. What it's not it's not it's not it's an it's an infuriating thing anyway we also learned that apparently there's a riot outside yep so they're gonna have to figure out how to keep things safe so i guess some people were at the debate and some people were just hanging out at the police station doing a riot just doing a riot so hermione's very freaked out because she was shot at and and veronica's like hey maybe you shouldn't do this and then hiram is like no, you don't control what we do. I control what we do. We can't stop now. And to be clear, yeah, you're in the mafia. Yeah. Yeah, like this, there's n- <laughs> like for any other person, like if this was Alice Cooper, I'd be like, no, you definitely should back out. But I'm like, but you guys, you guys have said that you're in the mafia. Yes. I don't so... think, I, I feel like this would even be more reason for you guys to just find who the Black Hood is and whack him. Exactly. You have the resources. Use them. <laughs> maybe, or maybe you just have Andre. Maybe you're not in the mafia. I don't I know. I don't know. So Veronica <laughs> gets real mad, and we learn that her issue, <laughs> is essentially... Not, is not that the Black Hood tried to kill her mom. But she's mad that her dad's not treating her like a grown-up. Because she's not a grown-up. Because she is 16. You can't open up a casino... Veronica, you also can't do... Wh- oh, yeah, she's infuriated because she's like, I'm going to open the casino all by myself. I have the money. And he's like, uh, no, you don't have a million dollars sitting in your room. I put it in a trust that you can't touch until you're 21. <laughs> My favorite thing about that is that's the least evil thing he could do. He's not even like, I took it and put and like, I'm using it for my prison. No. He's like, this is still your money, just not right now. You'll get it when you're an adult. And she's like, huh. How dare you? But he says it in such a menacing way that we're that you're supposed. I guess we're always supposed to be like, "How dare he?" And I'm like, "I uh, mean, it's a good thing." Yeah, yeah, she can't open a casino. Exactly, she is 16. She legally can't open a casino. She definitely can't open a legal one. Yeah, so weird. So weird. So uh, Betty confronts her dad with the book, and he tells her that he bought the book for her because he's a dad. Yeah. He loves her. Yeah, and then they, yeah. then he's like, it's all I did. He's like, yeah, it's all I did. Then they hug, and it seems Seems like nice. it's done. Flash cut. Joaquin! Yeah, Joaquin's back. He's gonna help Fangs disappear. But first they <laughs> have guess. to get Fangs out of prison. Once again, FB's freaking out. FP's freaking yeah, out. Yeah, he's like, he's gonna leave. He's gotta leave town. And to be fair, I was like... He probably uh, should. This like, town. It's super, like, for a while, I was like... Like, man, FB, settle down. And then I saw... The riot. The riot. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah, he should definitely leave town. You don't need Joaquin to help him disappear, though. Just get on a bus and leave. It's true. I promise you, no one in this town cares enough to follow you. No one in this town can figure out how to follow you. They're very (laughs) bad at stuff. Yeah. Once again, they just don't want you here. Exactly. (laughs) Hey, they're in another town. That's another town's problem. Not Riverdale. Uh, this is so bad. So high. We have a short scene where Hiram essentially tells Reggie to go murder Fangs. Yeah, and I don't understand Hiram's plan because it wasn't the original point of the Dark Circle was just to make Archie look bad. Well, or Luke Perry Andrews to make Luke Perry yeah. Andrews look bad. Look bad. I thought he wasn't trying to ignite conflict between the sides anymore because I thought he wanted to build his prison. Yeah, I don't. I mm. what? Like, I don't understand what his 
Why, why his thought is like, and now I'll get this boy to keep murder this other boy, and then I can build my prison? Maybe he thinks... I don't know. He's like, Archie will be there. Archie will stop it or do it. Hiram needs to take a long sit down and look in a mirror because he's going off the rails. He's real crazy. He's real bad. Another short scene. Veronica shows up at Luke Perry Andrews in Archie's house and she's like, hey, I'm mad because my dad treats me like I'm a kid because I'm a kid. So I'm going to support Luke Perry Andrews now. <laughs> well, Luke Perry be like, I'm going to treat you like a child. I hope you understand that. Your right? support doesn't actually matter, Veronica, because you can't vote. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, this would be really bad for Hermione, for her daughter to be like, Yes. Hey, don't vote for my mom. And then Archie sex. and Veronica have sex. Cool. Yeah. But- <laughs> Presumably, well, um, Luke Barry awkwardly is like, oh, This is bad. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a walk. I'm going to think about my life. <laughs> he goes outside and talks to the deputy outside. <laughs> oh, how's it going? Hey, everybody. It's editing Kevin from the future here. Or, I mean, from future to the recording still to pass for you never mind there's a little glitch with the end of this episode where my mic doesn't exist anymore uh, i bumped the audio for mine so you can hear me on aaron's mic but it gets a little bit weird for about the last 10 minutes so uh sorry so uh betty sits in the dark and she thinks about her darkness she holds that black hood and looks at it and I guess it portends something. No, and then she like makes a call, I guess, to I mean her dad is what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it's to her dad, but it's weird and purposefully vague. We should finish the co- our earlier conversation. Meet me where like she's talking to him like he's the black hood. Yeah, meet me where it all started, where I gave that speech. Which is kinda of weird because I thought we I thought we got it over that. It seemed like it was settled, but something I don't know, her darkness has triggered yeah, something. I, I guess I guess it's back. Uh, so then meanwhile, in the post-coitus glow, Archie gets a phone call. Gross. And it, well, that is what is going on. Yeah. Archie gets a phone call. It's from Jughead. Jughead is losing his mind because he's so afraid of the riot. Because it's, it's a legitimate riot. And Archie can help. Yeah. I think he thinks Archie, because he's the leader of the Dark Circle, can defuse the situation. Or Archie's innate goodness will just shine out. I mean, Jughead, when he panics, he calls Archie. Or Archie will just stand there and open up his robot chest and let the light shine and blind all of the rioters. Yeah, it'll be like the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Where he murders the town. No, no, he's not murdering them. They're just going to be distracted. Oh, well, I was So things can slip by. I was nervous. Oh, I guess they just temporarily have their faces melted away. They're not melted. They're just distracted by the glow. I was making a different joke. You there are two it. jokes happening at once. Yeah, I know. It's really trying to go hard to my Ark of the Covenant where I, the faces melt. But fine. I don't know if I've ever seen that movie. Really? Wow. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Well, I've seen parts of it. All right. <laughs> I've seen part, I, I think everyone's seen parts of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Archie like... Goes. Like, like, go. He's, he's like, I gotta go do this. But meanwhile, Betty... Is laying out her evidence and also her gun. Also the gun. Because something weird is happening. Yes. And she, at, at the shot up... That was shot up like an hour and a half ago, that place. Yeah. And then she the police, like, can I go inside? And they're like, uh, we're still looking for the black hood, but yeah, you know, sure, it's why like, not? I need to do a black hood thing. <laughs> okay, teenager, go right ahead. I'm a teen detective. Oh, perfect, get on in. <laughs> you, you know, my teenager opened up a casino. <laughs> <laughs> Because you can do that in this America. Because uh, that's how the world works. I oh, I never like. It seems like a weird thing, uh, but I never like when a teen on in a TV show a teenager tells their parent treat me like an adult. Yeah, because I'm like, you're not. Y'all not an adult. And that's fine. You don't need to be an adult. No, be a teenager. There will be lots of time to be Speaking an adult. Of kids, I guess. It's the riot. Yeah, and the and Jughead's like, we gotta get Fangs out of here. And the sheriff's like, the side exit's also bad. So, anyway, I'm gone. And then he, I guess, clocks out. I guess. Now, uh, they could just keep him in the prison. Yeah, I mean, I that sheriff seemed to not care enough that I feel like they could have just been like, let's stay inside. Yeah, but they could have just, like, played and, words with friends on their phones. I mean, like, Keller, he definitely would have insisted that Fang stay. Yeah. Now, let's be clear. 
he would have done it in a real bad way. Or he wouldn't have explained what he was doing. No. <laughs> and everyone would have been mad. Yeah, they'd be like, you're arresting Fangs again? And he's like, I can't explain. Like, well, he, okay. he can. Trust me, I'm a cop. I, I know what I'm doing sometimes. But so since the serpents are left to their own devices, they decide to do the one thing they can, which is to all crowd around Fangs to keep him bodily safe, which mostly works. Yeah. Except unfortunately... Reggie has a gun. And he's able to, like, actually walk through some serpents who just sort of, like, let themselves be pushed aside. They're like, oh, Reggie, he's going to be the Preggie, you know? <laughs> but then Archie Robo runs through the crowd, I assume just... Just flat. shoving people left and, and right. And, like, he has taken off some arms, let's be clear. Oh, for people sure. Being, <laughs> there's more mutilated boys now. But it's okay. Because Archie, he tackles Reggie. And there's a gun, and they're fighting over the gun. And then it's not okay, because a shot rings out. Yes. And Fangs has been shot. In the stomach. And we're supposed to think that Archie and Reggie did it. This was a suspect, Archie. Yes. It it might have gone off accidentally. Now, I'm going to say, now, I understand this show, not always realistic, but I'm pretty sure he has a revolver, and their hands are like clasped over the cylinder. Mm -hmm. And if Mm -hmm. you fire a revolver like that... That's where the gas releases, and I'll cut off some fingers. Well, no, because Archie's hands are on the bottom. Oh, you're right. And him a robot. Yeah, he just moves his hands back, and there's just like... They're just safe. (laughs) Well, I mean, he's definitely lost the skin on them. It's just the robo beneath. And he's like... Reggie, I protected you. (laughs) He's like, hands grow back skin. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't actually work. <laughs> no. Like, that's not how it works. He's just humming. <laughs> he just wishes it does. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to be my dad now. He's going to be so mad. So Fangs is shot by... Someone. Probably. Oh, and then, then fighting breaks out. Yeah, yeah, as it would. Yeah. Uh, So then Betty continues to wait for her dad, and we hear a knock. <laughs> but it's not at the... Yeah, it's on the door to the hall, because why would someone <laughs> knock on that door? No, the knock is at Cheryl's house. Yeah, and she's like, Mom? Because I guess she forgot she kicked her mom out. Yeah, I, mm, <laughs> maybe she didn't kick her mom out and we just misunderstood that scene. Whatever. <laughs> she's keeping her mom there to torture her? Mom, can I have dinner? Mom? Mom, can I have dinner? Oh, so, she's so lazy. But Kevin, but Kevin, Cheryl walks to the door. And it's the Black Hood! Presumably. But... Very shadowy. I actually don't know if it's Black Hood. But if this is just um, Augustus. Uh, Augustus. And he steps forward out of the shadows and he's like, And he was not a- actually wearing a hood. <laughs> he was just dark. Well, she should scream at him because he is a bad dude. Yeah. that's And she also kicked him out of the house, though maybe she forgot that as well. <laughs> Do you think Rose is somewhere and she just forgot about her? No, Rose is allowed to stay there. Yeah, but no, but there's no way Cheryl could do a good job of taking care of Rose. She's, like, at the top of the stairs somewhere, like, can I come down? I think Rose is actually much stronger and more together than she pretends to be. I think she's more, like, mentally together, but she definitely had to throw herself out of the chair and crawl along the ground to, like, phone the police. That's because they were poisoning her. Okay, sure. They were poisoning her. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just very badly and slowly. Long con. Yeah. That's Long how, con. That's how you do with old people. You know, maybe they're just waiting. Like, <laughs> don't worry, eventually she'll die. And then Cheryl, she's crazy. She'll die too. It'll be good. It's a good plan. Her plan of waiting. Uh, it fits into the rest of the plans on this TV show. Yeah, Kevin. Throughout this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? A moment where logic was just swept away in the wind, just like most of these characters' sanity, and replaced with drama, just like the drama that replaced the sanity. Yes, I did. And it was Betty deciding that her dad has to meet her at the town hall that just got shot up. Yeah. And laying out all of the evidence. That was definitely just made so she could have a dramatic waiting scene. Yeah, it was super dramatic. And it doesn't even get resolved in this episode. We're going to wait for, I guess, the beginning of next episode, which is the second last episode. And then it will be resolved immediately because that's what this show does. Yeah. And, like, maybe they are going to do the thing we think they're going to do where they're going to resolve the plot in the second last episode. The last one's just going to be them farting around. Mmm, denouement. Yeah. That's what we like. Our last episode to be boring. Hey, Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Um, yeah, I did. I mean, this episode this episode's hard because it's got a lot of it. Um, I decided Fang's dropping the knife. 
Yeah, why did he have the knife out? Yeah, like, it fell out of his pocket, presumably. But, like, the thing is that if they're going to have flimsy evidence against him, which, to be fair, I think in the show you're even supposed to be like, it's pretty flimsy evidence. Yes. Um, I hope that they're like... I I think they are. Um, I feel like they could have done a better one because that just seems too flimsy. So convenient. I can't imagine that many people being like, he has a knife, which means he's the murderer. Because... Once again, Midge was stabbed a bunch of times with a bunch of knives that were still in her. But he kept one. But he kept kept the special knife, I guess. I also feel like they could probably do some, like, tests on the knife. Because there's no way he could clean it that good that there's no blood and, like, the gears and stuff. Midge blood on it. Yeah. I feel like they could have... And I feel like even if they didn't have the knife, the... I I think without the knife, it actually would have been stronger because then it was based on just, like... Reggie, like, fueling everyone's fire. Mm-hmm. Assumptions. Yeah. How a small town works, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because the knife was just, it, it was not enough, but at the same time, too much. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, hey, um, two more episodes. Yeah, we're almost there. Hey, if you want to talk to us about those episodes, you can uh, get us on social media. It's all Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA. And that's Instagram and Twitter. And you can also email us, which is also Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA at gmail.com. Yeah, we now, love hearing from you. Now, we need to come out strong here at the end of the Riverdale season, and we are your OG Riverdale podcast. So if you want to shoot us up the ranks, because you do, yeah. give us a rating, a review, and a subscription on Apple Podcasts or your podcaster of choice. Yeah, wherever you happen to find us. Do it. Give us love. We demand it. Treat us like adults. Did Archie or Reggie fire the gun? Is Hal the Black Hood? Will Veronica ever be treated like an adult? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery, Outsiders, and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? <laughs>